Hey, onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out this week's episode of the One Man Podcast. It's always free and available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, and many more, as well as on the web at onemanpodcast.com. So please, whatever platform you're listening on, like and subscribe. Uh, while you're at it, give it a rating, leave a review. Why? Because it helps the podcast, and I'd really appreciate it. How about that? What about social media? Search One Man Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube to keep up with what's going on there. Get a little extra content for yourself. And finally, to get in touch, please send your emails to contact at onemanpodcast.com. You send it, I read it on the podcast, that's the deal. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. What's up, everybody? This is DJ Demers from Conan O'Brien and America's Got Talent, and you are listening to The One Man Podcast. Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number 149 for Wednesday, March 18th, 2020. Welcome, onesies. Welcome to the One Man Podcast. Uh, this episode is late. Yes, it is. And I will tell you all about that and some other things as well. I know as of late, you know, I used to pride myself so much on uh, on having these episodes on time and, and never missing a single one. Well, that has changed significantly. Just a lot of shit going on. No excuses. Just uh, it is what it is, guys. And in these uh, crazy times with the with the pandemic, you know who uh, who knows what to expect. But this episode, we'll be talking about just kind of what was going on right before the uh, the shit hit the fan. Um, I will tell you guys all about the you know where I where I stand with this uh, COVID nineteen thing. Uh, thus far, I'm actually recording this on uh, well well infinitely later than uh, than the date. And uh, I'll have another episode for you guys uh, right afterwards. As a matter of fact, a celebratory episode 150 coming up right afterwards. But for now, let's uh, let's hit this one off and talk about the things that we did, you know, at least I did uh, during this time. So I'll tell you guys all about, uh, you know, what was going on with me, the Costco Nespresso activation that I was doing because uh, I was right in, the, right in the heart of a Costco when everything was going on. Um, my, my team and I, we did a bit of a rap party here at my place. I'll tell you guys about that. Uh, had a, had a little offended bender, um, which I'll tell you about. Um, what else? Uh, did a whiskey tasting with my buddy, Mark. Um, tell you what's going on uh, after the, the Nespresso stuff. Um, all sorts of other things going on. What I picked up, you know, all, all sorts of things like that. There's nothing, uh, let's just, just bang right into it. So I'm going to start by telling you guys, I apologize for being, uh, being late on the podcast. I'm trying to tell this story in a, in an interesting, <laughs> in a linear way. So, um, let me start by saying I was in Costco, uh, you know, selling those Nespresso machines. We did particularly well. I'm very grateful that, you know, we got, uh, two weeks of work in before we got, uh, you know, before we got shit canned, um, you know, before we got shut the fuck down. So, um, I was in Costco, we were selling uh, Nespresso machines and I got to see some of the, you know, everyday nonsense of, of people coming in to buy, you know, six packs of toilet paper and nine cases of water and all sorts of crazy shit like that. Everyone was getting excited. And this was people who were getting scared, you know, uh, before I was really that worried, to be honest with you. Um, not that I'm crazy worried now, but I'll just let you know that I was watching people coming in and they were buying, I thought toilet paper was an odd one. I'm like, this, this disease doesn't affect your asshole. But I mean, there might've been some people who were ahead of the curve and other people responding to panic. I remember that, um, I was in the stores, you know, kind of, kind of watching people just with the toilet paper and the fact that they were out of toilet paper, you know, like 10 minutes after they opened, um, you know, I remember 
just watch me going, why the, f- why six? And this is Costco size stuff. So it's like 40 rolls and people are buying six. And I'm like, how, you know, how long do you think you're going to be quarantined? This is people like end of day shit. But it's funny because now you can't get toilet paper anywhere. Um, I've got, I know I, I went out a couple times, um, to get groceries and things for my folks. And I guess I'll tell you more about that later on, but, um, Cause they're in the vulnerable category, right? If anyone knows anyone who's, who's older or whatnot, we kind of got to take care of those motherfuckers right now, just cause they're, uh, they're in a bad way, uh, or they're in a, a, uh, hazardous, vulnerable, you know, susceptible, you know, they're not in a good, they're not in a good way. Some of our older citizens. So, um, anyways, I, I was watching these fucking animals buying toilet paper by the, by the case and just going, how fucking long do these guys, you know, first of all, it doesn't affect your asshole. You know, people were like shitting blood or something like that. I guess you'd want to mop it up to some capacity. But I was like, this is a lot of toilet paper. Like how long do these people think that they're going to be, you know, isolated or whatever. And, um, and who knows, I guess some of them, I mean, obviously the panic spreads more panic. So it's like, you know, other people seeing people buying it. They're like, oh shit, I better go out and buy it. Oh, I'm just sitting here with my whiskey, you know, having a little sippy sip, just a sippy sip. You know, once every few days, I'll pour myself a, a wee dram just to remind myself that there are some finer things. Things will be okay. I have a lot of whiskey that if, if, if the zombies come, I'll be able to make a lot of Molotov cocktails. You know what I mean? <laughs> I will be able to make a lot of flaming arrows, you know, dumping. I got a lot of old clothes that are way too big now. By the way, I will tell you this as a fat fuck, you know, some people might think, oh, you know, Josh, you're just a, you're just a giant dude. I mean, they would use <laughs> worse terms than that, but I'm telling you, when you're this fucking big, your t-shirts are pretty big. Like I, I'm telling you, I probably get double the amount of flaming arrows and Molotov cocktails out of one of my shirts than you guys do with yours. You know, so when you're stuffing rags and stuff, I can, I can lock my door behind me and I'm ready for the apocalypse. You know what I mean? I got, I got fire here. I have, I probably have more alcohol here than water and I have a lot of water here. So... <laughs> This would be interesting. Uh, it'd be a showdown. We'll do like a, like a, a YouTube series, water versus whiskey. And just to see which one lasts longer. But anyways, I'm getting way, ahead, way away from myself. These, I saw these people with all the toilet paper going, uh, Hey, I think that, um, I think these people might've lost their minds a little bit. And a lot of people were laughing. A lot of people were shaking their heads, but then, uh, then they were running out of toilet paper. And I remember getting there like, you know, I'd get there for eight 30 in the morning and doors were supposed to open at nine 30. I remember walking in there at like, you know, eight 25 one morning and I'm on my way down to my station. My boss is like, Hey, can you ask them for these reports, that reports, whatever it is. And I'm on my way. And all of a sudden the, the staff start cheering and clapping. I look over and they're letting people in at eight 30 in the morning and the lineups guys at like, again, walking in at like, you know, quarter after eight, the lineups outside were like, you know, a hundred people long. They're weaving through the parking lot. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is crazy. And people open the door running running to the toilet paper in the back of it. I'm going, this is ridiculous. And in my head, I'm like, well, they have toilet paper every day. Like, this is not dangerous when I, you know, if I need it, I'm going to be able to get it. And, uh, and I remember even one of the days I was able to get myself a case of toilet paper. Uh, and I put it behind the pinder display. And I remember one woman was saying she really needed toilet paper chat and about the coffee machines, whatever. She ended up buying, uh, a coffee machine an espresso. And I just said to her, I was like, Hey, uh, do you really need toilet paper? She's like, yeah, I have like none or whatever. And I was like, all right, here. And I, I gave her the one that I'd stashed beside, you know, for myself. I go, here you go. I, I don't need it yet. Um, but sure enough, uh, you know, darker times were coming. So, <coughs> excuse me, watching people in Costco. So I was watching the toilet paper become an issue. And I remember the first couple of days when they were running out, like, you know, two hours after they would run out, um, 
you know, I'd, I'd ask staff and they're like, yeah, we're all out of toilet paper. I was like, oh, okay. And then an hour, two hours later, there'd be all these people walking out of the back with toilet paper. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? They're like, oh, they just brought it another skid. I'm like, interesting. You know, and I go to the back to get some and they were, they were out and I was like, no, oh, okay. And I go, you guys all out? Yeah, we're all out. And then an hour, two hours later, there'd be a bunch of people coming to the back. So I was sitting them, I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, you keep telling me you're out, but then there's more. And they're like, well, we're, we're trying not to like bring it all out at once and just have it all go. So we're trying to make sure that other members, you know, different times of day, people can get things. I was like, well, then just tell me that I go, I, I'm, I'm here working with you guys, you know, like, just tell me, cause I need, I need a fucking case of toilet paper. So that's when I, that's when I ended up getting one. And then I gave it away to someone else. Cause I figured, I figured the supply line was going to stay good for a while. Anyways, I was only trying to get it. It was, it's one of those things where like so many people were buying at bulk. Now Costco is only allowing you to buy two. A lot of grocery stores and things like that have decided they're only allowing two instead of these people who are just buying and hoarding. Um, but, uh, I, I remember by the time I was like, okay, well now I want to, now I actually want to get some, not because I think that it's an emergency and we need to have it. It's just that I'm like, well, the way it's going, like I've got people are sending me pictures of grocery stores where it's like the shelves are fucking bare. And I'm like, this is crazy. And Costco had a bunch of stuff. And I remember just a couple of times I went to go get something and I was like, they're gone. So like the, the items that became crazy unavailable was like bottled water, toilet paper, and like Lysol wipes, Purell, Purell, first thing to go. I think that was the first one. Everyone's like, oh, Purell. And they're just done. A lot of, uh, distilleries and stuff. I understand in the Ontario, uh, area and uh, the province of Ontario here in Canada are, uh, we stopped making, uh, spirits and started making like hand sanitizers and things like that for, uh, you know, hospitals, they were basically giving them away for free too to, to hospitals and people who work in the healthcare industry. So like, that's pretty fucking cool. Good on them. Um, all right, where are we at for this? So I'm still at Costco. I'm still, I'm still watching this insanity unravel at this point. And, um, I remember we had planned on Saturday. That would have been, uh, Jesus. I don't know, 12th or something. I don't know what, it, what, what date it would have been. In. Anyways, a while back, um, we were having kind of like a, uh, I guess like a rap party. Um, cause we had done two weeks in Gatineau. Most of my team didn't speak French, but man, did they ever give it and learn some French while they were there and tried their best. And apparently my team was the only team in Canada. Apparently I say, evidently, I don't know, but the only team in Canada that actually hit their targets of machines sold. So I'm very happy about that. I was one of the team leads on the project and, uh, I'm very happy to hear that. So we were, we were excited. We were happy to be done our two weeks in, uh, in Gatineau, uh, Costco, I went with my boss to, uh, Gloucester. I went to my, I with my boss to Gloucester one day to take a sort of scope, a look and see where we would be setting up at the next location. And, uh, it was, uh, it was a zoo there. People again, pushing each other over for toilet paper. They were even saying that they were going to start bringing cops in because there was people who were pushing and knocking each other over to get fucking toilet paper in insanity. So, um, yeah, all the, all the Costco's were, were zoos. I remember I went to the, the Maravet, whatever. It doesn't matter. You guys don't know the areas, but I went to a different Costco, the one I normally go to. And they didn't have any bread. Like all they had was like pita bread and non bread and, you know, wraps and things like that. So it was like, it was like, oh, fuck, this is, you know, starting to clear out a Costco. That's a, that's a big deal. Um, cause for the most part, Costco is never out of anything. Right. So, uh, it was a little, it was a little freaky, a little nerve wracking, but my team decided, uh, again, before things got crazy, they were like, okay, well, we're going to have a little wrap party. People are still out. No one's closing anything down. Right. This was right before businesses started shutting down. So we had planned to do kind of like a little potluck dinner and, uh, and play some games or whatever. So my, my team, uh, did exactly that. They came over. We had a, a great party. Um, 
we, it was cool. We went through like a lot of us because we were at Costco during the day. We went through and we bought a bunch of stuff and chickens and salads and, you know, pasta dishes, desserts, things like that. One of our teammates, uh, Asma made a, a tiramisu from scratch. She made a phenomenal, phenomenal tiramisu. Um, and she made it with, uh, believe it or not, Nespresso coffee that, which was very, very cool. So, um, the coffee used in it was, it was very fitting for the, uh, the evening. We had a great, uh, great time. I was busting, uh, busting Asma's balls. Um, even though she's a chick, she doesn't have balls just to clarify before anyone gets upset. Um, the, uh, yeah, I was busting her balls cause she's, uh, she's engaged, but she's, uh, of the, uh, I believe Muslim persuasion. I don't know if she's actually Muslim, but for some reason she's following the rules. So that was like, yeah, no sex before marriage and holy fuck. Do I think that's funny? Um, not for her specifically, just anybody who's like, nah, I don't want to have sex until I get married because I don't want to fuck somebody unless Jesus is allowed to watch. I want little baby Jesus to sit there and watch me fuck. Um, I'm not sure. Or well, San Jesus, whatever, whatever his name is, whatever Muslim Jesus's name is who watches you fuck after you get married. Cause I guess he can't, it's like a vampire. Is that the kind of thing? Like you have to get married and that effectively invites him into your bedroom to watch you and your partner fornicate. Uh, and then it's okay. Um, I just tease her all the time about how fun her life is going to be when she actually gets to have sex. Um, and then I, and the funny thing is you guys know me, I'm so inappropriate. Um, I was asking her one time if she's like, I've heard, I've heard this. And of course we'll get to something in the next episode that, that pertains to this, but, um, <laughs> Ooh, in what way, Josh? Well, foreshadowing, uh, stay tuned. Um, I always joke that like, I, I, someone told me that there's a lot of people who like have that rule. Like you can't have sex before you get married or whatever, like vaginally or whatever. Cause they check and the virginity and all that stuff. Um, so the high, not Virginia, but Hyman, uh, right. is not busted. So I have, I have like a lot of friends, middle Eastern friends who said there's like a lot of people who will just do anal the whole time. Cause they're like, it's sex, but it's not going to break that part or whatever. So there's just people who's like, Oh, you can fuck me in the ass all you want. And then uh, my Hyman's not broken. So I, I also heard, um, that, uh, that like, like the wedding day or wedding night or whatever, like in certain religions, like they'll actually take the bride and check her to make sure that she's not broken or whatever. Like I was like, what the fuck? And I asked, I asked them of course. And they were like, uh, they're like, no, <laughs> my buddy Adal was like, no, fuck no, bro. Only the fucking crazy cavemen ones that do that is so archaic, man. They don't do that no more. It's other fucking animals. Um, so I'm like, okay, well then <laughs> that's good to hear. But I basically will bust Asma's balls all the time about, uh, you know, I, I asked her, are you like one of those Muslims that only takes it in the ass to save your these are people that I didn't know three weeks ago, by the way. And I'll be honest, I feel like I was a little slow getting to those kind of, as, as a matter of fact, actually, that was, that was only that day that I made those jokes. I make jokes the whole fucking time. Cause you know what guys love me or leave me. That's my uh, policy overall with all of this is, uh, if you don't like my sense of humor, um, I mean, you no harm, I'm just a giant pain in the ass and uh, no pun intended with what I'm talking about. And I, uh, I like to bust balls. I like to, uh, I like to ask questions. I, for one, am somebody who's always looking to get away with something. So if we're talking about rules and technicalities and things like that, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm one of the first ones to be like, Hey, if this is the rule, can I break it by doing anal? Uh, the rule is to be on time, Josh. I'm like, yeah, but if I let you fuck me, um, no, I'm <laughs> kidding. Oh, guys, I'm actually feeling much better, uh, this week than I was last week. So let me just, let me just get to that. All right. Um, uh, I got a couple other things too. So let's put it this way. We, we did this little rap party. Everyone had a good time. We played some games, whatever people were late. We had drinks. It was, it was a good time. 
Now, this was also before, you know, they were really talking about social distancing and things like that. So I want to make that clear. Um, we, it's not like coronavirus wasn't a thing. It's just that it was, I guess it was at that stage where, you know, I really didn't think it was that big of a deal. Like we didn't have any confirmed cases in Ottawa at the time. Um, so I was like, okay, this seems to be, you know, it seems to be okay. Or I think there was maybe one or two cases, so they weren't shutting shit down yet. Um, but, uh, I remember, uh, on Tuesday, I, uh, I just fucking highlighted the wrong thing here. I remember on, uh, or sorry, was it Monday? Monday was our last day at, uh, at, uh, what do you call it? God, no, sorry. I'm going over my notes here and I've made some mistakes, making little corrections here. Um, yeah. Uh, Monday was to be our last day there. We had our party on Saturday night. It was kind of our little wrap party. Cause a lot of us were off Sunday and whatnot. It was just a good night if we we're going to be out. And I remember, uh, you know, I remember looking at a lot of things in the Costco and I'm like, you know what? I don't need, you know, uh, it was like the basics. I was like, I don't need, I don't need eggs and, and cream and these kind of things right now. I'm like, I'll get them tomorrow. I'm going to work tomorrow. So, um, we get home from work Monday, uh, evening and we get told like, Hey, it's, it's, it's done. You know, we, we got our message from the group. It's like, Hey, they're shutting us down. Um, and it was funny too, because earlier that day it was like, Hey guys, we're confirmed for, you know, Gloucester, which was the next location. We're done in Gatineau. We're going to Gloucester. Everything's going to be good. And then that evening, right. I did a little grocery shop the day before or something that I was like, all right, I'll tell you what happened on Sunday. Holy fuck. Was that ever a pain in the ass? Hmm. So anyways, I, I found out that we got, uh, we got shut down on Monday and, uh, all my colleagues were like, all right, well, since we're done, you guys want to get together and fucking lick our wounds together. And I was like, sure. Again, this was before things got too serious. Um, forgive me. I'll tell you guys all about this too. A lot of psychosomatic responses. I'll tell you that. But, uh, I remember too, my, um, good friend of mine was like, Hey, are we still on for Friday? And I'm like, Oh, I don't, I don't know. This was last week. Um, yeah. So, so here's what happened on the, uh, yeah, we, we got together on, on sorry, Monday night, a little unwise at this point. Cause we were talking about, you know, we got shut down at this point because of, you know, the coronavirus and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I mean, that was the last time I, I hung out with people, um, well, the last time I invited people over to our house. So it was only a few of us and it's people, these are the same people I'd been face to face with earlier that day. So it was kind of like, you know, it wasn't smart to be gathering. However, if, if, you know, if you've had it this whole time, you know, it, it, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not trying to justify it in all fairness. It's not like I was like, Hey, a bunch of people haven't seen in weeks. Come on over. It was, Hey, I saw you earlier today. We've been working face to face for the last two weeks straight. So you know, if any of us have it, we pretty much all have it. So that was, that was our, our last little get together. That was our lick our wounds. Cause we're all about to be unemployed for a while. Um, all while at the same time I'm having stand up gigs canceled and I had a world of whiskey show. The one that I love doing, I did it last year. So I worked so hard and diligently to get back on the team again this year, finally got the, the word earlier this month that I was going to be on the team and then they shut that shit down. So my, my entire revenue stream uh, shy of, uh, <laughs> well, not shy of anything. I made, made another, yeah, guys, I'm trying to become a professional cocksucker. Uh, I feel like the world is always going to need, uh, <laughs> a good pair of lips. And I tell you, I work my mouth out all the time, guys. This is my gym session. Fucking the weird shit I say on this episode. Anyways, um, on every episode, really, 
Um, yeah, whatever. Long story short, we all, we all have a fucking party. All right, well, we're done this and that. And we haven't, we haven't got together again since, uh, but it was just a good time. We had two really good get togethers. I like this team a lot. Uh, they seem to like me. So it's, um, it's really cool hanging with them. They're good people. And I'm disappointed to hear that, uh, that all of us are going to be struggling for a bit, but, uh, yeah, great, great group. And I hope that if this passes quickly, we get to, to go back our, our, um, what do you call it? Our, uh, boss director has said that when this is, we're all, we're all laid off temporarily, but, uh, if we get, um, you know, if we get back to work in any particular time reasonably that the, the team is still the team, but we're temporarily laid off. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. Is any of this interesting? I hope so. I hope so. Um, I mean, it's the same shit that a lot of you guys are going through. And as always, uh, send me an email, contact the one man podcast.com to, to tell me what's going on with you. What have you guys been doing? So, um, Sunday, all right. So pre, pre shit canage, pre, pre party, all that stuff on Sunday. I took my, uh, my mom it was my first day off, right? So we had our party on the Saturday, the first party on the Saturday night. And, uh, the next day I'm like, Hey, uh, you know, I got to hold my mom. I was like, Hey mom, let's go get some groceries and stuff like that. You know, we might, you know, be in for a little, excuse me, a little while. looks like things are kind of going crazy. There was no toilet paper whatsoever to be had at, uh, at Costco. Um, you know, the day before. So I was like, all right, well, let's see if maybe we can get some stuff. Um, I will, uh, will tell you guys this. Um, yeah. How do I, how do I put it together? Sorry. There's just a timeline here so that, you know, I'm not telling you one thing and then going back. Um, first thing I did was, uh, was get some, uh, some gas. I went to Costco's gas station and this was a thing that I did not know I was going to be dealing with on Sunday. Um, I'm, I, uh, I got my gas, everything went off without a hitch and, uh, I'm getting ready to leave the parking lot. There's a car in front of me at the stop sign, getting ready to pull out in the street. I pull up behind them as one does. Right. And, um, and then out of nowhere, they slam their vehicle into reverse well, they didn't slam it into reverse. Uh, the car, as soon as they, they went, they slammed on the gas and flew, flew guys, flew backwards into the front of my vehicle. I had, I had almost no chance. I honked my horn, but it was like the horn was being honked as they were slamming into me. It was so fast, so sudden. And I was like, what the, f-? like, just out of my mind, like, what the fuck would you do that for? What the fuck? You know what I mean? It wasn't like a slowly backing up. Hey, 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 careful, careful. You're going to hit me. Stop, 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 stop. Like it was, no, it was just like bang. Like that was it. And I was like, why the fuck would you do that? Like there was no reason for them to, to the speed, which they did. The only thing that I, this is the only thing I can theorize is that before they went out, cause they were sort of, you know, a little past the stop sign, getting ready to drive in the street. All I can think is that maybe they drove out too far and reversed backwards. And then when they stopped, they forgot to put it back into drive. So when she went to drive forward, she just slammed on the gas and it flew back into me. Well, you get out of the car. She's still in the front of my car at this point. Her car slammed. It's still in the front of my car. And I'm like, oh my God, why the fuck? And I haven't taken my foot off the brake. Right? I'm stopped behind her. So, you know, if I had time, I could have put it in reverse and try to get the fuck out of the way. But then I might've just done the same thing to somebody else. I don't remember if there's somebody else behind me at the time. I don't think there was, but, uh, yeah, there was a Costco employee. I even saw him standing like right there at the, the exit and I get out of the car. I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? Like, I, I wasn't trying to be angry. And I'm like, just Jesus. And her car's still in mind. I'm like, do you mind just pulling your car out of mine, please? Like to just crash into my car and then just leave it there. I'm like, can you pull it out? So there's not just sitting there crushing and breaking shit more like, 
So I'm like, she's like, oh my God, I don't know what happened. She's like, I don't know why I do that. Like, I uh, just, I, I've never been in an accident before. I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to yell at you. I just, we don't need, like all of us don't need this on top of everything else. I go, accidents happen, whatever. And she's like, yeah, I just don't know why I, I just trying to leave. I wasn't trying to back up, you know? And, uh, she's an older woman. Uh, I believe Spanish woman, uh, her husband gets out. He's speaking what I think to be Spanish. Um, but he didn't seem to speak any English. And I'm saying like, oh, like, you know, it's okay. And I, and I go, okay, well, please get your license and your, your, ins- uh, your, I said, get your, your insurance information, please. I'll get mine. I go and grab mine. And I, I offered mine up first. She takes picture. I did the same thing. That's standard shit. Right. And we're chatting. And she's just like, I don't know why, like, like, I don't know, like what happened, you know? And I go, well, it's just, just, you know, we'll contact insurance, whatever I go. Don't worry. She's like, I've never been in an accident before. I go, no one's been into an accident until they are, you know what I mean? So don't, that, that shit happens. You just, you did good. You made it a long way. I go, I was in an accident my first month owning a vehicle. So just different time frames for everybody. Don't you worry. And, um, and then we're, 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 I don't remember, like it, it didn't happen. didn't take long, but I'm chatting with her. And she's like, I just don't get it. Like what? Like, why did you, and she's like, why would, you know, like what happened? Like, did you hit me or did I, I go, what do you, I go, hold on a second, ma'am. I'm sorry. I go, you're asking me if I hit you. She's like, well, I just, I don't really, why, like, I don't, why would I back up? And I go, I, ma'am, I don't know why you'd back up. I'm not, I'm not here to tell you why you did what you did. I go, but, but I'm, I'm a little troubled right now. Like the idea that you're standing here going like what, what happened or whatever. Cause I don't know about you guys, if you're aware of this, but, um, she backed into me, but at an insurance level, like when, when, when one car slams into the back of another car, the, the, the person who hit the other person is the one who's guilty. But I'm like, I'm like, well, this looks like I, you know, it doesn't look like it, but it's like, but if you have one car that's damaged to the back and one damage, it looks like the car behind hit the one in front. I'm like, but, but you reversed into me, you know? And she's like, yeah, but I just, why? Like, but it doesn't make sense. Why would I do that? I go, I'm not, ma'am, I'm not here to say that, but I go, but I'm really troubled to hear that now all of a sudden you're kind of like, gee, what happened? You know, I go, because you backed into me. I didn't go anywhere. I never moved. And you're now wondering what's going on. I go, hold on a second. There was a Costco employee here who saw that? Because I just say, if you go back to your insurance company and you say, I don't know what happened. I think he hit me. I'm like, well, that's a very different, we got a big problem here. If that's what you're, you know, that's what you're preparing to do. Because if you hit me, you know, that's the thing is if I, if I got hit, then I'm, I'm not dealing with any of the insurance issues. And just in case any of you think I'm being a piece of shit, I'm not, I, I was sitting there. My mother was in the car next to me. I didn't fucking move. She slammed into us, but now it's two people's word versus two people's word. Cause her husband's there. And she's telling me like, it's my daughter's car and you know, I've never been in an accident. I didn't realize I'm using my daughter's car. She's pregnant and blah, blah. And I'm going like all this stuff, you know, but, to, but now she's like starting to change the story. And you know, I was driving forward and then I felt the hit. Did you not see me? That's what she says. Like, Did you not see me? I go, what do you mean that I not see you? I watched you back into me. Like, I, so I'm like, okay, I got to find this Costco employee. So I, I walk across the gas station parking lot and I'm like, sorry, do you guys know there was a guy who was here two minutes ago? We just had a collision. And he was standing right next to it when it happened. Like he saw the whole thing. Do you guys know where he is? And they're like, oh, he might, might've been on break. We'll, we'll radio to the, the warehouse to get him back out here for you. And I go, thank you. Appreciate that. So I go back to the car. My mom's standing there. The husband, the husband and the wife are there. My mom's chatting with them. I don't know what the fuck they're saying. Um, uh, to each other. I wasn't there and I'm chatting with them. And she's like, yeah, I just don't, I don't understand. I go, well, it's okay. The Costco employee saw what happened and he's going to come back over here or whatever. And then, you know, maybe a minute later, the, the, one of the employees I was speaking to at the Costco parking lot's like, hi, I'm sorry. We can't, 
we can't give any statements or anything like that, you know, unless the insurance company contacts us. I go, what do you mean you can't give us a statement? Yeah, we can't even, we can't get, I go, well, I don't want a statement. I just want, can he come and tell us what he saw? No, unfortunately we can't do anything. We can't give any statement. I'm like, this is, are you fucking kidding me right now? Cause now I'm getting stressed out. Cause I'm like, she slammed into me, but my car is the one in behind. It's going to look like I did this. This woman is refusing to fucking take the responsibility. And at this point she's like, yeah, did you not see me? Like why, like, why did you hit me? Like, was I not, mo-? I go, I didn't, I go, I, you drive me crazy now. You didn't hear something. Like, well, my daughter, my daughter's here over in that car. I guess her daughter showed up not long afterwards. And she's like, yeah, my daughter's here. And she said that she saw you. I'm like, go, What? I go, are you fucking kidding me now? So her daughter comes over and, and like fully pregnant and she's like, yeah, I I heard the crash and I looked over and saw that like you, you hit her and I go, what do you mean? I hit you. I go, you guys are fucking, I go, this is insane right now. I go, guys, I'm not trying to give you a hard time. I'm not trying to get a a free, you know, not trying to make you guys responsible for something I didn't do. But right now you're being, you're trying to make me accountable for this, I go, I'm not trying to tell you, you know, it was an accident. I get that. But the fact that you slam into me and then try to make me the responsible party, she's like, well, you know, you'll just have to go to your insurance company and tell them your story and we'll tell them ours. I go, I go, are you fucking kidding me? I go, this is crazy. I go, I didn't do anything. I didn't move. I go, I go, so the mother's like, well, yeah, I just don't know why you'd hit me like that. And you know, like, you, you know, you, I was driving forward. I go, if you were dry, I just always said, I go, the daughter's going, well, you both have your stories. They're both different. I go, listen to me. I go. When she first hit me, they're like, well, I have a backup camera. When she was back up, there was something there. It would have beeped. I go, I honked my horn. There's no way you would hear my horn, like your beep over my horn. I've even told you guys, I have an aftermarket horn put in my vehicle. It is allowed as fuck. But unfortunately, it got off right at the exact same time. Like we're talking, it was one and a half seconds from when she hit the gas river. So her beeping, whatever, it wouldn't even made a fucking difference. But she's saying, well, it would have beeped. You know, why didn't my thing be? I don't know. If it would have beeped and she's saying my backup camera would have beeped. It's like, well, if you saw your backup camera at all, you were in reverse. And then I said, but here's the thing. I was, I had my foot on that brake and you backed into me. I go, when you got out of your vehicle, I had to ask you to pull your vehicle out of mine. Now, if I said, if you were driving, I go, if I had hit you and you were driving forward, like you said, you were, we wouldn't have been stuck in each other. I would have hit you and it would have bumped you forward. That's momentum. That's how science works. I go, but the thing was, I never moved. I had my foot on the gas. If I had my foot off of the gas and you backed in or sorry, off of the brake and you backed into me, it would have bumped me backwards. Again, that's how science momentum worked. The reason your car was crushed into mine is because my foot was on the brake. I never moved. So when you slammed into me, my car was ready to not move. However, if you were driving forward, you got to bump forward. Anyways, they're like, well, well, you're just going to have to tell your story. I was like, this is horseshit. So I'm, I'm now like, okay. I'm like, well, mom, let me, you know, I, I called my insurer. I called the cops because I was like, these people are now lying. The cops were like, we don't come to, is everyone okay? Are the car's drivable. I go, yeah. And they're like, yeah, well, we don't come to the scene for it's less than $2,000 of the damage. I'm like, well, I have no idea how much the damage is. So I don't know what to tell you. I don't, I don't think it's 2000, but what the fuck do I know? So yeah, you guys listen to my stressful story right now. This was, this was pretty fucking stressful. I'm living again, but I'll, I'll, I'll get through the entire story. Anyways, I, um, I call the cops. Cops say they're not coming. Um, I call my insurance company and say, okay, well this just happened. This is fucking terrible because I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I go, I know what's going to look like a car in the back. And then the, the guy in the insurance is like, well, we, we dig into a shop and they'll see what the damage is on the one car and they'll see what the damage is on the other one. They can usually tell what transpired based on that. And I'm like, okay. You know, the angle that she hit me, like so her, the, like she was going getting ready to go left. I was getting ready to go right. So when she backed up, she was at a different, sl- slightly different angle than me. So 
you know, her back right part of her car went into the, you know, her, I should say the, the back passenger side of her car went into the front driver's side of mine. So I'm like, well, I don't know how you recreate that. If I drove into you that way, I think it would look the same. I'm trying to figure it, but again, hopefully they know shit like that. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, um, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, this is crazy. And they're like, yeah, we need a police report. And I'm like, well, I called the cops and they said they don't do a report for this. And like, yeah, you gotta go to a collision thing. And I'm like, for fuck's sake. So I was just saying to my mom, I'm like, okay, mom, well, let's, let's go in and get you your groceries. Just, I'm like, I'm, I'm just not going to get anything for myself. Cause I'm like, I gotta now spend the rest of my afternoon. I go, this is definitely how I want to spend my day off stressing and worried and filling out police reports and shit like that for, and, and these people drove off with like, yeah, it's your story versus ours. So I'm like, great. I'm going to get fucked. My deductibles, I'm going to have to pay my deductible. My, my rates are going to go up. Like this is horse shit. And they, she crushed the whole front of my grill. So the whole front of my car crushed, cracked, you know, it's like, okay, great. This is, you know, and then you guys know what that shit costs. It's not like it's free. You get that kind of shit done and it's like, all right, well, this piece is a uh, 800 bucks and this piece is 600 bucks and this piece is 500 bucks. It's like, it's plastic. It's a giant piece of fucking plastic. I get, there's more plastic in a fucking toboggan than there is on the front of this car. And the toboggan's like 30 bucks, you know? Yeah, but it's not, it's not painted black. Is it? Oh, touche car asshole. Anyways. Um, so I have no idea what the damage is, how much it's going to cost. And it's just a fucking headache. Now I have to deal with insurance and all these different things. So, um, but I'm like, all right. So I, I go in with my mom and I'm telling one of the people I know at Costco, this is my, my home Costco, my home club. And, uh, they're saying, well, we, we might have cameras at, we have cameras at the gas station. Maybe one of the cameras caught it. I'm like, oh, thank God. So I go and I ask somebody customer service. I go, is there anyone who can check? They're like, we don't give statements. So I go, I don't, I don't want a statement. I just want to know if you guys, if you have an angle that caught it, whatever. So it's like, well, one sec, let me go ask. She comes back 30 seconds later. I'm sorry, sir. We can't give out. We can't release any of that information. We can't release a state. I'm like, I don't, I go, okay. All right. Thanks. And I, and I immediately ignored what that person told me. And, and I go back to the back myself and I go to talk to someone and she's like, well, they're in a conference call right now. And I go, oh, okay. So the last woman lied, I guess lied to me because she's like, oh, I asked them and they said, no, it's like, well, I just found out they're in a conference call and a couple other people corroborated. Yeah, they have a conference call right now. So yeah, they, they were in that. So I found out the first woman never really asked. It's okay. I was going to ask anyways. I don't take no for an answer like a rapist. Um, when it comes to this kind of shit, I, um, I was stressed guys. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice and feel it right now. There's, there's no fucking funny coming out of me right now. I was so frustrated, so stressed out. And I'm like, these fucking motherfuckers, like with, my, with all this coronavirus shit going on right now, there's people out there driving, smashing into people and then not taking responsibility. I was so fucking mad. And I'm asking Costco and I love Costco. Costco's always good to me. You guys hear me bragging about Costco all the time. I'm like, you ask them for something. They got you. They take pretty good care of you. And the fact that they didn't, they didn't fucking respond to me. And, uh, you know, I was like, I was like, I can't believe they're like, no. So I went to the back. I tried to find somebody else and I go, look, I just, I go, I really need your guys help. I go, I'm, I'm crazy. This just happened. Someone just smashed into the back of my car or sorry, the front of my car. They, they reversed into me. I go, and they're not taking responsibility for it. They, they know what it looks like to the insurance company and they're trying to blame me for it. Um, they're prepared to go and lie and try to cover their own asses. And I go, I just, I go, I know you guys can't release anything. I don't want you to release anything. Okay. I just want, if someone can go and look and just tell me that you got it, that's it. Don't tell me what you saw. I don't need any of that shit. I don't need anything written. I don't need an email. Just if someone can come look me in the face and go, we had a peek. Uh, I gave them the time frame to, down to the, the minute of when it happened. 
And I go, if you could just tell me that you got it, I will feel inflamed. And then when my insurance company contacts you or whatever, I know what happened. So if you just tell me you got it, I can, I can sleep. Otherwise I'm going to be waiting days and weeks to find out what you send them. I, and I go, this is going to stress me. And I go, with everything else going on, I don't need this added stress. So please, I go, here's my contact information. If someone could just say, we got it. Don't say, don't worry. Just, just say we saw it and it's there or tell me you didn't. Cause if I think that my insurance company is going to call you and in two weeks from now, they're going to go, Hey, we got the footage. But if I don't even know if you got it, I go, there's so much stress in the meantime that you could save me. I go, it would mean the world to me. I go, I'm already crazy. I just, please, please just, if someone could do that, the, the, the amount of difference in my world it would make right now, I, I couldn't even describe it. And they're like, yeah, no problem. We'll give you, we'll get someone to look into it and give you a call later on. Never received that phone call. Never received that call. Just uh, to this date, never received a phone call from them. Um, very, very disheartened, very upset about that. But, but that doesn't matter because, um, I, uh, I, we did some grocery shop with mom and, and this Costco too had no bread or anything like that. There's a lot of stuff they didn't have, but mom got some things she needed. I took her home and then I proceeded to drive downtown to the police station to file this report. And, uh, I think by at this point it's like three or three in the afternoon or so four in the afternoon. And, um, I'm, I'm chatting with the police officer. Now this woman had mentioned, I can't tell you guys everything. I think I'm, I might be able to, but I don't want to take the risk. Um, this woman had said at one point, she's like, yeah, I understand. I work for the, like I said, all oh, the cops won't come, you know, unless it's $2,000. She's, and then the woman said like, this is what she said. She said either, oh, I know. Cause I work for the police. She either said I work for the police or work with the police. That's the only room for error was either with or for. That's the only thing I'm not certain for. Yes. I work blank the police. Um, and I'm at the police station and I'm writing down, they're like, sir, so what happened? And I go, I go, it's just, I go, it's crazy. It's been a freaking crazy day, guys. And I go, I tell them the story. She backed into me and then she wouldn't take responsibility, you know? And I'm like, it already looks like I'm at fault because I was the car that's behind. So I don't need that. And then on top of it, she's like, oh, I work for the police. So I figure, oh, great. The people who are taking the statements or I think she's all, like, she's already working with the, she goes, she said she works for the police. I go, she either says worked for or worked with. And she's like, can I get the name? And I go, yeah. And I gave them the piece of, I gave them the picture of the, of the insurance. She goes one second. She types into the system and she finds nothing under that name. And, uh, this officer, I can't tell you the story here because I don't want to risk getting anybody in trouble. Um, I don't think they did anything wrong. Although I will say this, um, most of you who know me, um, if you have a way of contacting me of some kind or whatever, you know, you have my phone number, or whatever, I'd be happy to tell you, uh, what happened. Um, huge win, uh, faith in humanity restored. This police officer had my back, um, right away. Cause she was like, oh, that's gotta be pretty intimidating for someone to say that they work for the police or whatever. And I go, well, I go, I wasn't intimidated. I go, I wasn't intimidated in the slightest. Um, but I definitely felt at a disadvantage. I, I go, I already felt at a disadvantage because of the fact that she hit me, but it was reversed. Right. So I go, I know what it looks like, but then for her to be like, Oh, I work at the cops too. I'm like, great. Cause if it's going to be like one person's word against another, like I know cops take care of each other. So, or at least employees or professional courtesy or whatever the fuck it is. I go, I just, I feel at a very big disadvantage. So, uh, this fucking sucks. And that yeah, she's like, well, hold on. So she proceeded to do a bunch of things, incredibly helpful and the end result, I'll tell you the end result. The end re result was this woman ended up confessing to the fact that she had reversed into me. I can't tell you how we got there, but I was watching it all happen and I was over the moon. Um, 
yeah, this person is definitely uh, like myself was just, you know, you listen to everything you're taking mental notes. You're, you can hear, you got You got a gut instinct for when people are bullshitting you. You know what I mean? It was, it was great. It was great. Um, and, and yeah, there's so much more to it, but, um, I even said to this officer when she was done on the phone, she had this big engagement and wedding ring on. I go, I go, I really hope that those, those are just, uh, for show so that people don't hit on you at work. Cause I'm like, I would totally marry you after what you just did for me. I go, I had the worst, I was having the worst day. I go, I go, this happened. They, they wouldn't take responsibility. Costco wouldn't help me out. I had no idea what I was in for. And I go, the fact that you got her to confess, she's like, she, she basically was like, she confessed. She said that, that she backed into you and I'll make sure that even if when she comes in to do her statement, that, that I will put on it. Even if she says, no, you drove forward, she drove forward and you hit her. I will say that she admitted on the phone when I spoke to her that, that and I was like, that's, I go, I feel so much better now. Just somebody was on my side because I even said, like when I was talking to the cop earlier, I said, I, I go, I tried to hunt down the employee that, that did this. I go, I'm the one or sorry that did this. I tried to hunt down the employee who saw it. I go, I'm the one who tried to call the police. I'm the one who called my insurance company. I'm the one who went into Costco and repeatedly asked them to look at the footage. I go, these are not the actions of somebody who's guilty. I go, if I smashed into her, would I be desperately trying to find evidence of it? And she's like, no. And you seem like a, a good guy or whatever, you know? And I'm like, I was kind of like, and, and, and I'll be honest. And part of me is like, uh, I mean, I was, I was being honest and I've, and I've worked very hard on being a better person, but old Josh is capable of being a manipulator and things like that. So, you know, I, I kept thinking, I wasn't even mad at this woman. Cause I was like over the course of the day, like I said, even when I, when I came back, she was, it got to the point where she was like, well, why would you hit me? Like, why did you? Did you not see me? Did you drop? I'm like, what are you talking? I was losing my shit guys. Cause I'm like, I can't. And even in my head, I kept saying like, you know, afterwards I was like, you know, I I've been the kind of person who's been unaccountable for my actions in the past in the very distant past. So I'm like, I can't just because I'm a better person now. And I, I try to be responsible and accountable. doesn't mean that I can just expect everyone else to, right. It's like, you know, it's like that guy who sees a popular movie 20 years later and wants to talk about it. He's like, Oh my God, did you see it? It's like, yeah, everyone saw it 20 years ago. It's old news for us. But Anyways, it was just, uh, it was really stressful, really stressful because I was like, I'm going to get fucked. And with everything else that's going on, I even lost my job at this point, right? At this point, I'm like, I'm going into work Monday, tomorrow. Didn't realize I was, you know, 24 hours away from, from having no income. Um, but yeah, so I was just, I was bummed. And then I remember after this was over, I was chatting with the cop. There's nobody at the police station. So I'm chatting with her, chatting with her. We're having discussions. I just kept saying, like, I really appreciate, like, blah, 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 blah. And I ended up, <laughs> I'm not proud of this, but I'm also not ashamed of it either. I remember I was probably there for about two hours just just talking with her. We were talking about all sorts of different stuff. Um, she was a super cool, super cool person. And then I found out she was a Trump supporter. And I was like, Jesus, is it possible, Josh? Is it possible to fall in love with a Trump supporter? Um, and that's going overboard. But she just, she was just... I, I, I needed somebody in my corner. My mom was in my corner, of course, but it was basically just, just another, you know, someone else's word versus theirs. But the fact that like the Costco people didn't help me, right. Basically going on last week's theme of like, when you think someone's going to protect you, when you think someone has your back, right. I really thought the Costco people had my back and they so did not. And again, still have not called me back to this day. So um, I was chatting with the officer for a while. I probably would have been there even longer, but my buddy Mark was coming over for just him and I to drink whiskey again. This is pre shit can. Everything's closing coronavirus stuff, but, but, uh, 
if Mark hadn't been coming over, I probably would have just stayed there and chatted with her all night, but it was, it was really cool. We had a really good discussion, smart conversation. Um, I was asking her about things. She was asking me about things, you know, uh, she found out I was a comedian. I don't know if she recognized me or not, but we were chatting about that, but it was, it was just cool. Like I, I had nothing home to, I, I, at the time I had nothing to rush home to. And I actually just felt better having conversation with somebody than, you know, than just like stewing and this stuff. But I, I just said, I'm like, you totally took my anxiety from like way up here to back down to normal. And I go, I just really, really appreciate you having my back. Uh, cause I was, I was so stressed out and I go, now I can go home. I'm comfortable. And then subsequently I found out that since I corresponded on Monday and she sent me the report number and said the woman came in and she confessed to all the stuff in the police report and everything like that. So if you guys want to know how we got there, like I said, any friends of mine, please contact me. Um, you guys got all sorts of different ways of contacting me. I just, um, I don't think that, yeah, whatever I, I, I will leave it at that. I just, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm not saying anymore because I appreciate this person having my back. And, and if for any reason, you know, the, the methods or whatever are, you know, unorthodox or aren't exactly whatever. I just don't want to, I don't want to get anybody in shit, but very grateful to this officer whose name I know, but will not say, um, and, and I won't give any more details than that. All I know is that this was the only person that day who helped me, who was in a position to help and help me. Um, so super grateful for that. And then, and then I came home and I drank seven different whiskeys. I think <laughs> several, I had lots of whiskey with Mark. Mark and I drank Lots of different, I should say we had, a, we had a, a variety of whiskey, but it was a good night. I got to hang out with my buddy, um, you know, big fan of the podcast. We had, uh, Jesus, how many bottles did we fucking put down? We killed a bottle of, uh, Jesus. We had the wild Turkey. We, we killed some, we had some Blanton's. We had, uh, some Brooklotic. We had some Aberlour 16. We drank the Highland Park 12. He's got a video on his Facebook of me uncorking that bastard. Big, big satisfying. And then pop the cork on that bad boy. I'm trying to think if there's anything else, any other bottles that we, we Polish off. but yeah, no, we had a, we had a good time. We had a good time. Drank some, drank some whiskeys, lived it up, shared some stories, all fun stuff. Mark actually, uh, was somebody who had a, a big trip lined up. I hope you don't mind me sharing this Mark, but Mark had a big trip lined up with a lot of cool excursions. Mark's Mark takes really cool trips by the way, but he was showing me some videos from other ones he's done previously. I think he jumped off the top of the Luxor in Vegas. Um, a few other things, but yeah, uh, he was going to do something else. It was really cool. And, uh, and his trip was, was canceled due to the, the Corona stuff. So I was like, oh shit, sorry to hear buddy. Um, but yeah, so that happened. And then, the you know, shit can the next day. And then some, some Costco peeps, you know, came over. We had one last little sort of, we just, it was less of us the second time than the first time, but we played some games, had some drinks. And, um, and like I said, I did, I kind of did like a last shopping afterwards. Once I realized that, that, you know, it might be here for a while. So I got some stuff for myself, just some soups and things like that. Um, but I will say this guys, the reason you didn't get a podcast from me is that, um, after that Monday, when I got home, so people came over, but I started, um, remember I bumped, um, I spilled a cup of coffee on the floor in my room and I had to, to get down and pull a bunch of shit, um, out from underwear. When I spilled coffee on a bunch of my books too, none of them DK, by the way, none of the DK books, uh, actually some of them, some of them DK. Um, but, uh, I spilled, I spilled coffee and it only soaked up. Oh, I was at the worst. It was like spilled basically just directly on books on my bookshelf. So it was like on the wall. It ran down behind the shelves. Um, I had to pull the books out and try to sop them up. They're all stained brown now. Um, and, and like, I guess what's the word for them? Like, like, uh, fluffed up. 
sopped up. Uh, there's a fuck. Why can I never think of the words? I feel like my mother, my mother's always like wants to tell you something. And then she, as soon as she starts, doesn't know what the fuck she's trying to say. I'm like, didn't you want to tell the story? Not soggy inflated. You know what I mean? They're all Jesus Christ. Now, and I won't be able to let it go until I find a, a goddamn word. One sec, guys. One sec. Let's get let's get the old internet involved in this. Uh, let's let's see if we can get something here. Um, what happens to wet books? There should be the word I'm looking for right away. Uh, if you're drying it inside, place it near a dehumidifier to evaporate the moisture as soon as. It is out of the book, but you will also have to be patient as the drying time can last up to a week or longer. If the book is soaking wet, don't hang it on the line as books weight on the pages can cause them to tear. Yeah, great. How to dry partially wet books. How do you dry a wet book fast? To dry a book, we'll start holding the book shut and shaking it gently to remove any excess liquid. Next, wipe down the book cover with a dry rag, then stand the book upright on top of several layers of paper tuck a paper towel inside and leaves it look a few hours. How do I flatten pages of a book that got wet? All you have to do is place loose pieces of white toilet paper in between the wet pages and then put something heavy like a stack of books on top. Keep replacing the toilet paper until it soaks up all the water and voila, your notebook is ready to use again. I don't want a notebook fuck. Can you iron a wet book? What is the goddamn name that I'm looking for here? Yes, saturated. I get that. I, I hope some of you guys are screaming the word at the fucking podcast right now. Absorbed. That's not the word I'm looking for, but you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about before they're all <sighs> swollen. Is that the word? Probably the closest thing to it. We'll, we'll, we'll have to tell my neuroses that that's the word. All these swollen swelled fucking. Yeah, there you go. Swelled. But yeah, they've all, they've all swollen up with fucking water and, and car coffee. I should say none of this is important for fuck's sakes. I'm trying to get to the point of what happened. So I'm down on the floor. I'm pulling out all these, these things and I removed because I have storage under my bookshelves or whatever. And I'm pulling all these things that are covered in dust or whatever. So I can get into the thing. And then I'm wiping them all down with wet rags to get all the coffee. And so I spent a lot of time at the floor and I have, I have pretty bad dust allergies. So I spent a lot of time on the floor with my face in the dust, trying to clean this shit up. And, uh, and then over the course of the afternoon, I started to, uh, to sort of develop, um, actually was it the afternoon. Cause I'd been working that day, whatever, whenever it happened, I, I just, I had this fucking cough and my lungs were tight and it's the same thing that I get when I'm around dust. I get also get a sinus headache because the shit's up in my sinuses. So, um, when people came over that evening, I was just not doing the the greatest. Um, I had a bit of a cough and everyone was kind of like looking at me. I mean, no one wanted to leave. They're like, do you want us to leave? I go, I don't want you to leave, but I go, if you guys are concerned, you, you know, you're welcome to leave. I'm not gonna tell you, you have to stay, but I'm just like, I, I go, but I'm pretty sure I'm having allergy reactions. But for a few days I had this sinus headache and I had a cough and I didn't take any antihistamines, which would have been an interesting thing to try. Just try an antihistamine and see if that takes care of it. I might actually, I might actually fucking do that. See, you know, yeah, because I've been having this sort of little bit of a tightness in my chest. But what I'm getting at is for, for a few days last week or the week prior, whenever the fuck it was, um, I, uh, I, I felt like I had coronavirus symptoms. I was coughing. Um, my lungs were tight and I did have a sinus headache. I didn't have a fever, but I had a sinus headache and I was like, oh, fuck, I might have it. So I, I self-isolated. I put myself in my room. I, I didn't go around anybody else. And then after like two days, I was like, all right, well, I'm not getting worse. So 
I'm not getting worse. In fact, I feel felt much better. And and then a couple of days ago, I actually had to clean something out. I I yeah, I'll tell you guys. You know what? On the next episode, I'll I'll tell you guys about that because that's, that's that's the time frame that it happened in. I'm telling you about this time frame specifically. So, um, I will say this. Um, I uh, yeah, I I was not feeling good, and and I I was I actually sneezed a couple of times and lost my voice. Um, you guys have been with me on the fucking podcast. I, I literally had I've had several episodes where I recorded them sick. I recorded them unwell. I actually had one podcast where I was explaining early in the episode how like I would, I would be fine. And then I would sneeze and lose my voice. It would shift whatever gunk was going on in my chest. And then I would just lose my voice. And then later in that episode, I'm talking, I sneezed and literally lost my voice right then. And there I go, see, this is what happened. This fuck, are you fucking kidding? Like a, ridiculous. So it's like an episode of the Flintstones or something where somebody like gets hit on the head and something happens, you know, they get amnesia or something like that, or, you know, and then they fix it by, by sneezing again. So I was sneezing myself in and out of vocal ability last week. And then with the fear and everything else on top, losing the job and not knowing where money's going to come from and shit, I was just like, yeah, I'm not in a condition to record the podcast. I don't have, uh, I wasn't particularly excited. So, um, I did, uh, I did, do positive things. I cleaned up. I organized. I tried to make some lists of some things that I thought I might need if we're going to be in this for the long haul. Um, cause a lot of people are still treating this like it's like a one or two week thing. It, it, it's not, but I can again, save that for the next episode because I'm still talking about things that we weren't quite there with. And clearly at the time, you know, speaking about the previous week, we're going back, you know, two, three weeks now is, um, even myself, I was like, well, there's not many cases. So if we're all just a little bit more smart and more careful, but it's, uh, it's been a progressing quickly. A lot of shit's, uh, you know, well, uh, again, I'm aware of these things because at the time that this podcast should have been recorded, there's been more developments that, you know, I technically wouldn't have even known. So we'll leave those for the next episode. I got one more thing I'm going to tell you guys about just very, very briefly. Um, I've been playing games, video games are a nice distraction. My, um, I played a game called Abzu. Uh, a B Z or Z, wherever you're from you. And, uh, it's just this kind of nice artsy underwater diving game. I think I completed the whole game 100% for those who are trophy or achievement hunters, uh, within the span of like three, four hours. So it's a short game, very visual, nice music, everything like that. It was fun. It was a fun, uh, fun little play, a great little distraction in the afternoon. It was one of the days that I was feeling particularly not well. Um, so a great distraction from that. I'm self-isolating um, from family members and whatnot. Um, but yeah, but more on, on that later. So, you know, coming up next week, gang, uh, just, just chatting about, um, the COVID I will be, you know, I got another episode. As soon as I'm done this one, I will be putting out, you know, recording the next one. So, um, yeah, we'll tell you more about the, the ongoing COVID stuff. And of course the next episode is 150. So I hope to have some fun stuff for you guys there. Um, all the things are ready to go. So, um, in the meantime, let's say from the end of this episode, I hope everything's going well for you guys, uh, wherever you're listening from, we will, we will dive deeper into, uh, this pandemic. I believe at this point in time, the pandemic had been, uh, established. So it had just been established and things were just starting to close down. So, um, I hope you guys are doing well. If this happens to be the only episode that you listen to for now, cool. Then just be cool with that. I, um, I will tell you guys more about everything going on and I look forward to, uh, to hearing from you guys contact at one man podcast.com. If you want to send me anything, as always, I will read it, uh, on the podcast. I just want to put this out here while you guys are listening is that I've considered doing one of these. I know it's like, I can't get anyone done on time, but I've actually considered doing one of these like every day with just a, just a simple little fun, you know, 
lockdown sort of, uh, so lockdown, social distancing, self-isolation, all that bullshit podcast. And every day, just put one out, you know, if you guys are interested, but I, I, I do that. If you guys were interacting, um, not to put any you know level of work on you, but if you're sitting around at home with nothing to do, send me an email. I say that because if, if I'm getting emails every day, then fuck that gives us some shit to talk about. I'd love to know what's going on with you guys. Everything from what you're watching to what activities you're doing at home to what supplies, things that I will be talking about in the next episode as we talk more about the, the whole COVID-19, but you know, and, and come at me if I say anything that doesn't make any sense. If I'm making points that are not good, fucking, you know, correct me. But for now, if everyone's at home and self-isolating and you're just listening to, you know, I, first off, thank you for listening. But, uh, if you guys want one of these every day, I will, I will do it, but I want uh, a little bit of back and forth. So I want some emails and stuff like that, that we can, you know, actually discuss. If you guys are watching something, you know, uh, tell me what you're watching. Uh, and maybe I can watch it too and tell you what I think I'd love to, you know, just get some back and forth going on. Um, would, would make this a lot of fun for me. So, um, contact at one man podcast.com. I thank you guys very much for listening as always. I will try to get this thing back with some sort of normalcy. I know I've been late and all over the place. Just you guys get it. The world's got a lot of crazy shit going on right now. And you know, and it doesn't even matter that there's the fucking pandemic going on. I can still have people back into me in a parking lot and try to fuck me over. Um, not saying the universe is out to get me, but just, you know, my life is always, you know, hard situations just tend to get worse sometimes and, uh, you got to roll with the punches. So I'm lucky to have all you wonderful people in my life. Thank you so much. Uh, I will, uh, I will chat with you again <laughs> very soon. People born, no bad chat come yes me with some. Like for me have 22 in a me some. Then I feel so forget the next thousand fool. Press chigga me no press people born. No bad chat come yes me with some. Like for me have 22 in a me some. Then I feel so forget the next thousand fool. Anytime you ready for now we see start war. See who the fist for the top from the sky. Style is the bomb, the the bomb, the dang, the dang, diggy diggy. I don't want to play with the bomb, the dang, the dang, diggy, diggy. My style is the bomb, the bomb, the dang, the dang, diggy, diggy. I don't want to play with the bomb, the dang, the dang, diggy, diggy. Go now, we sit down and I watch your man live. Watch your man who are now, who are all big. Sit down and I plan to come put man for bridge. Remember when you dig one that who you fit in. Certainly the boy we are stopped in with Gives it them a friend on them but mine is free style is the bomb, the de bomb, the dang, the dang, diggy, diggy Caroon wind up here with the bomb, the dang, the dang, diggy, diggy My style is the bomb, the de bomb, the dang, the dang, diggy, diggy Caroon wind up here with the bomb, the dang, the dang, diggy, diggy Chigga me no press people button No bad chat come face me with something Like for me have 22 in a me something Game said them a friend and them bad mind me friend Anytime you ready for yeah. me Anytime stop One no two take no long speech from the sky The is the bomb, the bomb, the dang, the dang, diggy, diggy Caroon one up 
Boy, no play with the bomb, the dang, the dang, diggy, diggy. 